He listens right to no. the episode. <laughs> <I just. laughs> yeah. we, we got a stew listen. Droho's not, uh, Droho's too busy. He's got so much, which I understand. Busy driving nice cars with yeah, and but like, fast women. He's like got loose cars. This job is a touring musician and built a house all at the same Like, how do you, did he build his own house? I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. He like built a house out in, um, where is that to the west of here? Um, <laughs> there's a lot of options. Middle starts with a B. West Baraboo? Baraboo? Boise. Yeah, I think it was Baraboo. I think he's okay. got a house in Baraboo who built. Um, he knows people can do that crazy. for him. Is that why he looks so sleep deprived at all times? Yeah. I think that's the drug. He's, I think he's one of those guys who just, he can't, relaxing doesn't relax him. It mm. seems see. like. Interesting. I could be wrong on that, but that's, but it definitely seems like he's one of those guys who it's like, if he's awake, he's doing something. Yeah. I uh, get Which that. Which I wish it's I was an like an one of anxious, those. Yeah. Well, maybe that's one manifestation of anxiety yeah I feel like everyone has very, their own different my mom just cleans the house for like days oh, that's I, all she does i don't clean the house for days but i love i mean I, you guys oh you're a big cleaner yeah mm-hmm. actually i came to help clean kevin's apartment today mm-hmm. we didn't get done with that's a that's a really day oh interesting project but uh yeah. no one man should have all that powder Phoenix? clutter powder ah, powder didn't make sense nobody's yeah, house is riddled with powder yeah. <laughs> Well, except for hey, Mike Droho. Sweaty. Right. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're going to start right here because yeah, I can't so imagine right after that. Any, of the, any of those specifics make it into this podcast. I always include a little bit more than I'm supposed to in the beginning. I think it makes it fun. Yeah, yeah I like you that. throw a little, little fun, something kooky in there. Uh-huh. Our, uh, our guest today is uh, on the other side of the table. Why don't you do the intro? I'm... <laughs> well, he came all the way from Chicago. Uh <laughs> He's a big fan of the pod. He's, he's David Freeberg. Hi, everyone. I'm David Freeberg. That's our friend, that's David Freeberg. A, oh, that's who he is. Thanks. I, Thanks. I recognize him. We like him. I didn't mean to diminish him by mm-hmm. uh, by making him introduce himself. But uh, great comic. Big big, uh, big pod listener. And uh, that's more of his credit than how good he is at comedy. Yeah, he's... I'm much better at listening to your podcast than I am comedy. Yeah, so. that's, that's why we brought you on today, David. And uh, what, do you, what do you have to complain about? Uh... Well, your episode on Vietnam was mm-hmm. the whole thing. Well, kind of because it's like you got some things right. Look at me. Hey, um, I'd like to just let the listeners know there are four pieces of paper with full notes sitting in front of Freebreaker. Oh, and he's turning them over. We have backsides <laughs> on is, these. This is fun. I feel like a, like if this was a court case, I'm just in the audience, which I don't understand who I, just goes to a court case. I believe it's I called know. the jury. <laughs> no, that's not how that, you know what I mean? People could just go sit in a courtroom. Yeah, who are, they're yeah usually, I'm pretty sure you can just like go into most... Yeah, court cases. It's almost always like their daughter got murdered, and that's why they're there. I would think. Yeah, yeah. There's usually reasons. But there's got to be how some many parents did this that... girl have? Because there's usually like thirty people. Yeah, I've been spending my unemployment wrong if I just haven't been going to court cases. Yeah, it all depends <laughs> on the like like murders. I'm sure they're pretty much like, hey, what are you doing? Like, why do you want to watch this trial? But like on a Tuesday, you could probably just go into traffic court, sit in the thing, and they're just they just assume like, oh, he's probably next. Mm-hmm. You know, he's probably just waiting for his turn. <laughs> traffic court is And terribly. then you could just watch court cases all day. <laughs> the the tra- bailiff's like, that guy's been next for fucking four weeks. Let's yeah, put yeah, him up. yeah. It's like you ever been to old... traffic court, David? Let's get down to it. Yeah, you I got have, those actually. Okay. I went there and I got, and the judge recognized me from comedy. <laughs> no kidding! <laughs> but it's a little cheap because uh, my dad used to be a judge and a lawyer, and so 
he was like friends with my dad and so he came to a show of mine yeah kangaroo court because he was like hanging out with my dad oh my god and you got off scot-free toilet paper free i got a parking it was a parking ticket and i didn't want to court for it well i didn't want to pay them it was i accidentally well none of us do completely accidentally parked in a handicap spot i was basically like i'll do however many hours of community service i have no money but i will gladly i felt bad i was like oh wow and then the judge recognized me from comedy and he suggested that i just throw a benefit like show for a non-profit and that, oh that's what that was i went to that yeah, yeah. i was bamboozled yeah that was a trick <laughs> to get people to donate to a non-profit so that i didn't have to pay a parking ticket wow pretty elaborate it's kind of the coolest thing i've ever done because instead of paying <laughs> instead of paying the government like 250 dollars, i ended up paying the wisconsin children's well i didn't pay them but i yeah i got i earned just over 500 dollars for the oh, wisconsin children's great hey and that's his cause today. That's why he brought him on the podcast. Yeah, and that's hmm. all donations to the podcast from now on. We'll go to... How many of these children hospital patrons uh, fought in the war? Before we get too far into this, you need to... <laughs> yeah. you, Before we get into just, this... Just stop picking up and setting your beer down. Sorry. It's, uh, you, you got a nervous habit that's so going to drive Adam Wait, crazy well, in post. Sorry, sorry, sorry to break the flow. That's but, okay. All right. Um, should we get into all of... All that you don't know about Vietnam. <laughs> Let's get into some Vietnam War revisionist. Uh, okay. Well, first thing on you guys said, call it a docket. God you didn't it. know what ASMR stands for? Oh, something. Uh, I bet I got close. Auto sensory. Yeah. M- mouth. To, to, you're not going to mouth the rectum. It, the first one isn't whatever you said, but it's autonomous mm-hmm. sensory, which you got, which is good. And uh, there you go, buddy. Thanks. Meridian response. Oh, meridian, like the, mm-hmm. that's a line. The meridian, I think, is like I think it's referring to because when I looked it up in your it, brain, uh, no, in down your spinal cord because you know it's it's based off you know when you get like that head massage thing and it sends a tingle down your spine. No, we don't ha- all have that kind of money, David, to get head <laughs> massages. Our dads weren't Those... judges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a. 24 karat gold but do you know what brains? i'm talking about yes those like little, I, oh yes yeah, yeah, yeah. i have one i bought one and that gives you that little tingle down your spine mm-hmm. i think that's where like the meridian comes from because it's kind of in the middle of your body i don't know I might okay be we're gonna need a corrections episode on uh-huh. this is that where your aura stems from but yeah and so like the idea is like you get that tingly feeling from that from the head massager gives you but with like weird sounds like uh-huh and and it like turns people day. on. That's the whole thing. No, no. It's I think for some. I think that's some people they get turned on by it. But I think a lot of people it's just kind of like relaxing and calming and like fo- it helps them focus or whatever. Like I know people who put it on focus on being horny while they're yeah. You, <laughs> I know people who put it on while they're watching porn so they can <laughs> no while they're like studying or whatever mm-hmm. or like before bed. Okay, interesting. I thought this but was a sexual thing the whole time. Oh, there's definitely. All right. If, Everything's a sexual. Yeah, thing yeah. At mm-hmm. some point, but there's also people who I mean, be like re- it for not sexual, mm-hmm. right? But to be relaxed, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, what's sexier than someone who's relaxed? That's a good point. Yeah, I just opened a beer. Yeah, I got you it. guys. Always, yeah, it's I right. like on. Um, we'll play it I listen to the episode and I hear you guys open a beer, and then you guys say you opened a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Do we always call it? <laughs> I think we you kind of mentioned it every. Time. We always I've been more of Charlie's burps. You in. usually say what beer. Yeah, you why do you keep leaving my like, burps? That I feel like those are. Ah, I, come on, I cut enough other shit out that I'm leaving here. I always decl- as long as you don't do it in the mic. You can't keep editing out the parts where I yell off the record. I always yell <laughs> off the record and then burp, and then you just <laughs> make it seem like I didn't do that. <laughs> that's it's really unfair. That's really funny. 
Okay, so back to back to Vietnam. <laughs> okay, so the first thing where you guys talked about to. was where it was. Mm-hmm. And Vietnam uh, would be my guess. Yeah. And you said, I quote, I'm going to place it in the Philippines. <laughs> well, what? Near the Philippines. I Philippines-ish. <laughs> okay, because I was going to say, do you know that the Phil like if Vietnam was in the Philippines... It would, it would be, called be the Vietnam. Philippines. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I think I do know in that. In general. But if I were to, like, if you gave me a map and they were like, we cut out Vietnam. Vietnam is no longer on we, this map. You would you look need, for the Philippines. You need to place like it somewhere. Near the Philippines. I would have dropped is, it among gotcha. the Philippines. Yeah. I'm that's, not saying that it is part of the, the government of the Philippines. Yeah. That's fair, but I am. You definitely, I kind of assumed that because I was like, I don't think Charlie's that clueless. Sure. But... It wasn't clear. I wasn't sure if you knew the Philippines. Also, I thought I, there's a, especially because they're like a chain of islands. Basically. Right. So and it's they're like, called the Philippines. Exactly. So I was like, there's a chance he thinks the Philippines is like a general name for this area of islands. I'll be honest. If you, I don't know what Indonesia is. That's its own country, right? It's more yeah, islands. That's its own right? country. That's kind of that's the a, same a lot of islands. situation where it's a country of many islands. And mm-hmm. then Vietnam is an island that's obviously its own country, but near all those other ones. Vietnam is not an island. I'll be honest. This is, okay, whatever so, that's worth. So Vietnam's Vietnam, a peninsula. No, but it's... I what? Think, I think it's on a peninsula, technically. Okay, it's, it's not its own a, peninsula. Now it's kind of a chody peninsula, though. Like, it's like... <laughs> if it is a peninsula, it's no, barely. By the way, you can't say chode on our podcast. That's a... I said chody. <laughs> it's one of our words. Oh, that's actually accepted words. If you look to the right... Oh. Yeah, I've been looking at the... <laughs> so, chode so, used to be one of our sponsors. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so basically, there's there's China... I'm holding up a fist. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. And then in the southeast Mm -hmm. of China, just directly south of there, like there's a group of countries that are kind of known as in Southeast Asia and Laos. Yep. It's right by it's Laos, Thailand, Cambodia, Cambodia, and Vietnam are all kind of in a group there right under there under a chunk under China. Mm -hmm. And that chunk maybe plus another country or two it's called the underbelly might, might be a peninsula okay i don't think so though. okay i think it's too vietnam's not on a peninsula you're no telling? like i feel like we're getting really hung up on, on the, geography. Yeah, on the peninsula geography. thing but uh <laughs> oh that's the other thing <laughs> I, mean, I also I have a quote where you said below Ch- korea which is true but there's a whole china in between <laughs> i didn't mean directly below korea <laughs> i know but Korea's pretty far north. There's most north of the Korea world. Is. South the, North Korea and South Korea are on opposite sides of the world, so <laughs> most of the world is literally below Korea. All right. Well, but like that line is very north up on the point. Tell you what, I'm above it because I don't care about all this bullshit conflict. Okay, all right. So I, I pinned the tail just next to the donkey and you're in the middle of the ocean you're really complaining about that one <laughs> no yeah i didn't mean to get into that too much i just thought the funniest part was i'm gonna place it in the philippines as a quote <laughs> but anyway uh the other thing is you said they were their own two countries and yeah that's that's true but it's pretty misleading all right that's which, the point of the podcast yeah this is and so this kind of, it's kind of hard. Mislead and Mr. Lead, go ahead. Which kind of <laughs> leads me to the beginning, is like, it was one country until about 1951, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is when we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves here. So we, this whole scenario. <laughs> 1951 is ahead of ourselves? Yeah. We got a long yeah. way to go. It kind of starts. In You're going to 19- bust out like a whole binder full of papers. Do you feel like we're in detention? <laughs> <laughs> I do a little bit. I think it's the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of, okay, so. 
1941, it's in the middle of World War II, right? Mm -hmm. And Japan invades Vietnam and they're like, we're trying to take Vietnam. But, okay, but... That's weird. I like a world... Like, once there's a world war declared, places just get to go like, by the way, I know we've got a lot going on. We're also just going to try to take some countries next to us. Yeah, I know we're fighting all the superpowers (laughs) in the world, but maybe we can just take Vietnam while we're at it. That's basically, yeah. That's That's like, yeah, if the U.S. was like, you see this little part of Mexico that just like strings down there, that weird thing? While we kill all these Nazis, (laughs) we're just going to grab this part in Mexico. Uh That and Prince Edward Island. We think think that's a fair move. That's not a, yeah, that's kind of accurate. But uh, so, yeah, so Vietnam has been trying to be its own country for like literally thousands of years. Like China occupied and owned Vietnam for like a thousand years. All and, right. And then France got it for like 200. And then in 1941 for two, oh, 200 years. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were like the bid in jeopardy yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll take Vietnam for 200, 200. gold pieces. <laughs> no, uh, they, so, and then in 1941, Japan, cause they're like, we don't care about France. Fuck France. They're our enemy. So they invaded Vietnam and tried to take it from the French and so America during this time was funding um, Ho Chi Minh mm. and his the rebels against or like the nationalists. The rebels are South <laughs> Vietnamese. OK, there isn't at this point. There is no it's Vietnam. They're just mm. general rebels. What are they rebelling against? The French occupation. Oh. So for so for a thousand five hundred years, Being Vietnam French is an occupation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see you paid in baguettes. Yeah, yeah, they were they didn't like baguettes, and so they're like, you know, we don't need these this French occupation. Let's get rid of this mm-hmm. job. Yeah, <laughs> this is. And the people who were French occupationists were like, we. To be honest, we like this job. And mm-hmm. so they fought to keep that job. Mm-hmm. This is the whole communist versus capitalist. What no. should be an occupation and what shouldn't be? Oh, yeah, exactly. But then Japan came and was like, we're going to take it. And so America was like, well, fuck Japan. So we got to help. These, we got to help these nationalists who are trying to kick Japan out. So we helped uh, what would become the Viet Cong. And uh, actually, I think it was the Viet Cong. Oh, no, we helped what would become the Viet Cong hoisted by our own petard. Yeah. Well, classic. Yeah, by the you pee. sound you sound not shocked at all <laughs> well, <laughs> that America was, policy would take this turn. <laughs> every every war we've been in for the last two hundred years, there's a picture of the guy shaking hands with, with the guy the we declare war ten years before. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, here's us handing them the guns, yeah. and then here's us declaring war. That's yep. That's basically, and that's the scenario here. We help them oust Japan, and when World War Two was finished. And they got, they like, Vietnam was like, Japan's gone. They actually celebrated an Independence Day. And, yeah, the emperor of, like, because they ousted Japan and kind of France at the same time. But France was, like, clinging on with its last grasp. But, like, so, so. How invested can you be if you're France? You're very far away. Yeah. But they have, the the way they controlled them or whatever is they had a puppet government, which is like kind of what, how <laughs> occupations work. <laughs> Sounds very cute. Entertainment. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is this more of a marionette or more of a hand up the ass? Oh, it's a hand up the ass. Mm-hmm. And uh, the puppet usually, well, I guess the puppet government kind of likes it because basically they take like 10% of the, they take like the richest 5% and then give them a lot more money and a lot more power. And then that's how they kind of control. They're like, we'll let this 5% be cool. And then the 95% were occupying and exploiting. And this 5% is going to help us do that. Oh, because yeah. they have all the money and power basically. So, so they had this puppet government, whatever. And then, so <laughs> still sounds very fun. <laughs> and there's an emperor who's like, you know, just 
technically has the power but doesn't do anything uh-huh. and just abdicates everything to the government or whatever. And so after World War II, when Japan left and they kind of thought France left, the emperor actually abdicated his power to Ho Chi Minh. Like the emperor of Vietnam was like, yep, you guys get it. Like the Viet Cong are in charge of Vietnam. And, and Ho Chi Minh is a man <laughs> in charge of the rebellion. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so they celebrate an Independence Day. They're like, Ho Chi Minh's our guy. Like, we did it. We're finally free. We're finally independent. And then no world power recognized them as an independent country. They're like, no, no, France still owns you. And they're like, no, but like, <laughs> oh, they that's don't. fun. And, but you, you're not a, if like US and France and Britain says you're not a country. You're just not we, a country. You're just not a country. We gaslit them. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. So. Local gaslight. So then they spent from like 1945 until the mid 50s fighting the French occupation, basically. And so we switched from helping the Viet Cong to helping France Mm. because we like France. We've always been good, good friends with the French. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of except for politically. But then, you know, I don't know. At at, at a bar, we'll talk shit. Right. We're always making fun of them. But they're like like best allies. But every time we have fought a war, they've like helped us very much. We helped them a shit ton in in World War Two. But we literally wouldn't be a country without France's help. But there was also the whole freedom fries thing. That was a that was that was insane. (laughs) We're a stupid country. But uh, okay, so that's freedom toast. So that was Independence Day one with the raisins in it. (laughs) Hell yeah. All right, there's a visual gag for everyone out there. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was Independence Day 1 that was a bunk Independence Day that mm-hmm. we just didn't... And then Will Smith, they offer him enough money. We got Independence Day 2. <laughs> yeah, finally. Um, okay, and then so, like, yeah, so then, then 19, the mid-50s comes, and... Everyone's getting microwaves. Microwaves, yeah. vacuums. Mm-hmm. And... Or more lawns. Bright lipstick and yellow polka gets, dot dresses. And, like, the the public perception and the the Viet Cong are fighting the French so good and Indochina is almost also beating the French and so France is kind of Indochina yeah like that's kind of that whole area oh Cambodia and stuff and they're all occupied by making fun of me for lumping the Philippines together (laughs) and you're like yeah then this half of the world they're they're one country now yeah but you were you were saying the Philippines as if it was the term Indochina (laughs) all right well but Indochina actually Indochina might mean more this is like when we used I could to have misused that word. We used to call now. it Eurasia or something. I remember taking a geography yeah, B what's that about? back think, in like elementary school, and they were like, "By the way, Eurasia is not a continent." Eurasia and we're all like, like skin disorder. Yeah. <laughs> I think there are people who I think there's people who are like, "No, Eurasia is a continent. Europe I do, and Asia aren't a continent because I, they're one thing." Connected. I do kind of get it. It seems sense. like we're splitting the two off based on it's skin like color. Yeah, and there's not like continent governments. Right. So it's like, what does it matter if they're one ginormous uh, continent? Yeah. And then the I Russians are the weird. Australia, that's the continent government. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. But that's just happenstance. The Russians are the weird outlier, right? Where we're like, well, the Russians are in Asia, but we're just going to call them European because of how white and cold they are. There's there's a good chunk of uh, Russia that's in Europe, though, too. Yeah. Russia's right. in it's both. Just kind of on Which the, is like, why are you in both? Anyway. the Eurasia hat. But anyway, we're going to... If we continue at this pace, oh, you are going very slowly. <laughs> I am going slowly. <laughs> oh, you're blaming this went... on us just for trying to derail you at every turn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I went through 10 years of history of that country in like five minutes. But anyway, so they so the so they're having trouble holding on. And so they kind of the world powers have another meeting at uh, Brad's house. It's like Yalta <laughs> or something. Yeah. Brad's house. What did you say? Yalta? Yalta, the Yalta conference. It's that's it in Switzerland. Aren't they all in Switzerland? Yeah. 
They're all oh, no, the Yalta one was at the one in 1945 after... Yeah, because that's what the listeners care about. That's where the... Where, what year was Yalta in? Well, the Yalta... Well, the, there's two conferences. Yalta was where they were like, hey, France owns Vietnam. And Vietnam's like, no, we're independent. Uh, there's two the conferences, the AFC the and the NFC. Hey, the, hmm? Yalta? The Yalta? That's where I left my wife. Mm. <laughs> my pride to be. Oh, oh, it wasn't the Viet Cong back then, too. It's, it was the Viet Minh. Viet Minh. The oh, the Minutemen. Oh, yeah, that's it. The Ho Chi Minh is the leader of the Minutemen, uh, not the Viet Cong. They were from Boston. They, yeah, yeah. The Viet Minh. Oh, that's they, the other thing. Real quick. Uh, you guys, every episode, you guys have to get in Boston accents and talk about how they say queer and retarded. <laughs> they say queer a lot. They I'm going to put that that's mostly on Adam. Every episode, <laughs> you guys mention that Boston accent at least one time. You're My, not a queer if you're retarded, but you're retarded if you're a queer. It's like a square and rectangle situation. <laughs> My brother flew out to Boston today, and my uh, mom was like, can you email him about, just like give him general advice on how to be on a plane? Oh, and man. how Your brother's like 20 something. He's like 20, yeah. And so I, in the email, it's just like, I gave him just a list of things where I'm like, hey, you know, don't bring a full water bottle in. You got to pour it out. And I'm like, you're going to get there. They'll call you a queer. It doesn't mean you're a queer. That was one of my points okay. of advice. I thought That's it was fun. fun. Um, okay, you guys ready? <laughs> <laughs> Grill us, baby. Well... Okay, so yeah, Ho Chi. First, another interesting fact about Ho Chi Minh is his dad was actually asked to be in the like French puppet government. They like tried to give him a government position, mm. and he refused because he was like, "Fuck that shit." And uh, so Ho Chi Minh was the leader of the Viet Minh, mm -hmm. which was a communist. Um, and who did they put in charge of the Viet Women? <laughs> Great joke. <laughs> Great <laughs> joke. Like, if you don't like that joke, uh, please keep listening to our podcast. Also, we I'm apologize and we'll try here. to do better. Like, that is an obvious answer. The Viet Minh were in charge of the Viet women, right? Oh, <laughs> that yeah. seems like an obvious... Yeah, I don't know why you're even asking that question. <laughs> That's a good point. But, uh, yeah, and so there, that was... It wasn't even a communist group. Like, uh, most of them were communist, but it was a... Liber like, they were a liberation group. They mm -hmm. all... Their only, like, stated goal was to get independence. Mm -hmm. But then everyone knew that they wanted to become communist. Yeah, and like most of the people in the group were communist. And even if, and they also like, they weren't like all noble free, but freedom fighters. They were like, we want to be independent, but also if you disagree with our politics, we might like murder you because once we're independent, um, we want it to be this way. So like, so, hmm. they were very, like, they weren't like, they weren't like, I don't know. They weren't saints. We want to be free so we can be dicks. How did the U.S. know that these guys happened to be communists? Did they all like go to the same parties in college and they heard them talk about they were very, the way things should be? They were politically active. Yeah. They all were like, right. Ho Chi Minh was actually, he was not completely educated in France, but he spent like five years in France and he was part of like Vietnam independence movement in France and was part of like a communist party in France and stuff. Being politically active sounds exhausting. Just as boring back then as it does today. Yeah, it's so frustrating. <laughs> like, imagine that's like it's so it got so frustrating that he literally moved to Vietnam and started just killing French people. <laughs> like, oh, Lord. like he tried to do it the regular way, where he was just like, <laughs> the the I'll, I'll, wear, I'll wear a suit, too. I'll wear a suit, I'll go to your meetings and I'll well, say, hey, we should we should free Vietnam, blah blah blah, and that didn't work for you know ever because that's not how being uh, oppressed mm -hmm. work. You don't. No one, like, becomes unoppressed in a conference room. Hey, don't mansplain being oppressed to me. Sorry. <laughs> I've, I've been oppressed long enough. And so, yeah, so he eventually was like, fuck it, I'm going to move back to Vietnam and train people to fight the French. And, okay. Uh, so how did he know to fight? He was wearing suits all the time. Yeah. 
I mean, that's a... Sounds more like a lover. That's a weird question. Like, mm-hmm. do you really think someone who spent five years in France could not possibly know how to fight? Yeah, well, everything I've been taught. I had an uncle who, uh, he said, yeah, never, he me never wear an actual tie, always wear a clip-on tie, because you get in a fight in a someone suit, someone grabs you by the tie, they pop that right off, you pop them right in the face. So maybe he's one of these guys. He's wearing a suit, but you don't understand. He's got ninja stars under there, too. Exactly. I didn't say ninja stars because he's Asian. That's just uh, the first <laughs> first thing that popped I, into my mind. I don't think anyone would have thought that, but <laughs> now we all do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so anyway, so the after World War II, there was a conference where they're like, yeah, France owns Vietnam. And then in, like, 10 years later in 1954, they're like, okay, this is a little more complicated. They actually don't want to be owned by France. And so they had a Geneva conference, or, like, the Geneva Accords, and what they decided there was that Vietnam would be that the other thing is like there's all these communist freedom fighters in the north mostly mm-hmm. and then in the south is where the like puppet government is like propped up and where a lot of the like attention <laughs> from friend I don't see what's funny. <laughs> Propped, propped up, up. <laughs> by like a hand. It's really a cute image. I was even holding up the mm-hmm. hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he also, for the listeners, he's got puppets he brought in, yeah. and he's doing most of that this. are in the shape of government officials. All right. So I'm pretty sure we got all of this correct in the original podcast. No, when did mm-hmm. we start getting it wrong? Well, you said that they they weren't. They were just. They were kind of separated north and south. And so what the Geneva Convention decided was that. They would slowly move the troops that were because they were fighting each other in Vietnam, mm-hmm. like groups, you know. And so they were like, "Well, this infighting's no good. Let's, if you are like a communist, you'll go up to North Vietnam, and all the like South Vietnam French troops will go to South Vietnam, just so we can kind of separate the fighting people. And then that'll take that's a process that'll take like two years. They said, and then after two years, you'll have unified elections and elect a government, and then you'll just self-govern yourselves." You distract that he looks like he's playing the cello over there. I was going to say, is that a guitar or an upright bass? There's something happening. Freeberg's got a lot of hand motions that uh, are blowing my mind here. Yeah, I feel, I'm feel i kind of worried that if you're just listening, you won't understand without seeing my finger <laughs> And that's why I didn't bring it up for like 30 seconds, that I'm like, he is still doing his hand motions. I don't motion. know why we're talking about puppets hand up the ass. That's more of like one of those finger puppets that you get in the quarter machines. Mm. I feel like you get a couple. You can yeah, get well, I mean, that is a little time. more accurate because with a puppet, you need more than one puppet mm-hmm. for a puppet government to work. So I was thinking like finger puppet. I got 10 guys here you got 10, working for they me. They all have funny arms that just wave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some have funny teeth you know uh-huh. all right so the north is punch the south is judy when does the u.s get involved here well see this is when the u.s gets involved is well though you oh that's the other thing is like the whole time france was occupying this 80 percent of it was funded by america we oh. were just giving france enough money to do this so and did we own a stake in vietnam why are we giving them money what do because we, we because we think if vietnam goes fully communist like you talked about this the domino effect that's mm-hmm. common mm-hmm. we were we were literally that afraid of them becoming communist that we were just we were putting money into can i tell you the domino effect in my experience is uh you start playing dominoes and then you come to six hours later and you're still at your grandparents house and you haven't left yeah you tended to leave at like 3 p.m that is the that's the domino game effect yeah Yeah. okay fair enough the actual domino effect as we all know is when you get your pizza and the cheese is melted to the top of the box but not after they change their uh ingredients or whatever like five years ago when they're like hey we know we suck so more box completely changed everything don't you think there had to be a huge contingency of people who are currently ordering dominoes like once a week 
who those commercials came out and they're like we're the worst pizza company in the world and those guys go wait what have we been doing with our lives yeah yeah or they're like mad they don't like the change and they're like <laughs> no you were better when you sucked <laughs> you're better when you threw the pizza on our porches yeah um but so yeah so the u.s is basically just involved because they're like if that country goes communist for some reason every country in asia will go communist it's the hip thing to do it's how fads start which kind of makes sense but also like let those countries who gives a shit if those countries go down? yeah but also it's one of those things where it's like because we like fought them for so long they don't like america so if they get control of the government all the products that from vietnam and like all the like bonuses you get from being an occupying power we don't get because the communists aren't gonna fucking do shit for us all right so it's like a lot of the policy of the u.s foreign policy is like we'll instill this terrible horrible oppressive dictator mm -hmm. because he's happy we gave him all this power that he'll you know send us goods give us money give uh -huh. us oil and that's better than a communist government where they they aren't fans of ours well mm -hmm. the oppressive dictator in the u.s at the time was a man named lyndon bain johnson uh who they would later base the bain character oh. off of for batman yeah that's so, very true so he got us involved he's the one who who pushed those dominoes over am i correct Basically, yeah. Yeah, you also got this right in the episode where you were like, Fuck JFK guys. was basically... Like, JFK was like... Except for you kind of gave JFK too much... I give JFK the correct amount of credit all the time, which is he all did everything it. right. He, You said, and this is true... Big like, FK he, fan. He was very like, we can't get involved, we can't get involved. But it was more... And that's what you said. But it was more like, we, we can't get too involved or else people will get mad. So we got to towed that line and then if Lyndon we Johnson, get involved we're a bunch of boston queers yeah, exactly and then when johnson came into power he was like i don't give a shit what like the pu public says we'll get involved as much as we want i'm the fucking president <laughs> <laughs> also nobody nobody elected him but yeah i like the confidence yeah he oh geez if you like confidence he is the most confident president there's stories of him taking his penis out in meetings and just being like look at how big my penis is oh look there's stories of all of us taking your penis out in meetings <laughs> and we can't believe those right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so after, so yeah, so that conference was like, after two years, they'll have free elections and they'll be free. And America and France and everyone was like, two years, that's good enough. Like, we got two years basically to convince these people to vote capitalist and vote for our government that we like. We got this. Sure. And then after two years, they were like, oh shit, they all still like Ho Chi Minh a lot. And they all still want him to be the president. I picture him having good shoes. And so like months <laughs> before the he's elections. He's dressing like a capitalist. Or he's, mm -hmm. got a, he's got the Nike swoosh on his t-shirt and people uh, are like, yeah, this guy. Oh, also in, in that two years, they weren't supposed to be in North in Vietnam. It was like generally head North, you people generally head South, but it wasn't like your two countries. But then once it got close to the elections and we could tell, like, America could tell that we weren't going to win the elections, they basically created a government in South Vietnam and then denied the elections. So America created South Vietnam, is what I'm saying. All right. Well, good. They're South Vietnam, so they should be appreciative. Yeah. <laughs> we created this country that they live in and they're going to complain to Bain? Get out of here. I mean, we didn't create a the country they live in. We You're telling me there's no land there. No. <laughs> we're, we're in the Philippines. They're, they've got a couple of islands. We make a new island. And then and they've got the gall. We attach it to what is North Vietnam. <laughs> always known as North Vietnam, even before we created South Vietnam. This is like when we complain to our parents that our bedtime is too early. And it's like, hey, we wouldn't be here without you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so we 
create South Vietnam and ignore the elections. And so they throw a second Sounds independence. Sounds like me every four years. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, in 1954, when the Geneva Accords happened, they threw another Independence Day because they're like, hell yeah, we got an Independence Day. We're going to have a thing in two years. I like how much these guys like to party. I'm yeah. just on board with them. Well, being I mean, like... once every 10 years when they get their <laughs> independence, I think I don't think that's that sounds like a hell of a party. <laughs> yeah, I think they were very happy. <laughs> and uh, we America just didn't let it happen. And then and so that's when and then a lot of fighting started then. Which is bad. And that's kind of when JFK... Which is bad. Yeah, which is kind of when JFK was like, we can't get too involved because we kind of pretend... We got to pretend we're not really doing this. That's how I would be president, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Because I'd be like, guys, I'd I'd clearly want this to happen, but people are going to be mad. Yeah, it's kind of smart to, like, think about how the public would react. But then that's what leads to this. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sorry about that, audience. That's the end of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And we'll... uh, And you'll never know what happens to Vietnam. (laughs) Um... But yeah, so then he dies. Lyndon John gets in the office. He wants to escalate things. He can't escalate things because Congress is like, well, there's no reason. Like uh-huh. upstairs, we're doing fine. We can't install an escalator. Exactly. Yeah, and then the Gulf of Tonkin incident happens, which oh, I think Gulf, Gulf of what? Gulf of Tonkin. Which Tonkin. T O N K I N. Tonkin. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool word. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a good name for like a friendly turtle. You might have mentioned movie. it actually. Oh, Gulf of Tonkin. That sounds like something I knew about. You might have mentioned it mm. by name. You for sure mentioned like this incident a little bit where you were, you guys were talking about the boats hanging out. Yeah, you know? we've always got boats. And you said you guys were like, you were like, I picture a fan boat and it's, which was funny because it's like full naval. Like, <laughs> 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 Aircraft gonna, carrier. Yeah. I say. don't know if they had the, that quite then, but uh, yeah. I think they did. Yeah, there's probably very. Uh, All right. So the huge fan boats, yeah, fucking so like giant, Dyson's so running these, these things. Navy fan boats. <laughs> that, that bald guy from the Dyson commercials. Yeah. Telling yeah, these. Exactly. Exactly. aircraft carriers and these and so america was like oh no we got attacked by these ships so we got to go to war and uh, they said on august 2nd they said they got attacked by some north vietnamese navy boats um what really happened was we thought they were too close to us so we sent over i think three warning shots to be like hey you're too close hey we need to take some time apart here yeah they didn't back off so we completely opened fire killed I think six uh, North Vietnamese people wounded four. Mm. The boat that we claimed got attacked got hit by one bullet, and there was zero U.S. casualties. Oh Lord! Can I tell you something? Well, it sounds like they're just missing. It's like the stormtroopers over there. We yeah. can't. We yeah. can't apologize for that. Yeah, Going... you still have to kill the stormtroopers just because they can't hit you. Doesn't mean you can't. Mm-hmm. Going Sleep to on. war because of one attack, even if it's like they killed ten U.S. soldiers. That's still how not many enough. U.S. Yeah. soldiers? Are that's like getting hit with a spitwad in school and then getting in a full-out fist fight. Yeah, it yeah. Seems. And I was gonna say, like, whole... you should go tell the prince. Like, we, we got to talk this out in the office here. The yeah. whole boat situation sounds like guys at a bar who are just too on edge. Where it's like, it's, oh, you're too close to me. It's exactly then... what it is. It's, but it's also like the U. It's like like he's like a guy at a bar waiting for a fight, and so someone. Right. So it's yeah, U.S. is just fair. waiting for a re because Lyndon Johnson's like I want to declare war and Congress is like, oh, public doesn't want that yet basically, which mm-hmm. is fucking stupid, and uh, and so yeah, this why ha- wouldn't the public want it? So this happens. <laughs> no, it's stupid that they're like <laughs> I, I'm with yeah, you. yeah yeah yeah. It's a, it's a it guy loves war and we want to. It's then a guy standing clear. at a bar just waiting to break that beer bottle. And somebody gives him a reason, and then he does, and I'm yeah, like, you yeah. already had you it in like fun? the vice grip where yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. It's fun picturing the guy that wants to get in a fight being the first one at the bar, and he's just like fuming, <laughs> but like no one's showed up yet because it's like seven Too o'clock. Yeah. It's a Wednesday, and it's happy hour, man. Like you gotta, you gotta let things play out. 
Yeah, so that's America is just waiting for something to happen. And so as soon as we get one bullet in one boat, we're like, holy shit, we got to go to war. And then Congress is still kind of like, well, we're not sure. And then so two days later, we're like, they attacked another ship. Yeah, this is just like with Pearl Harbor when. um, Yeah, but then we just made up the whole thing about them attacking our our bay. Well, no, that Pearl Harbor (laughs) happened. But (laughs) in 1990, a real conspiracy theorist. (laughs) No, in 19, the government admitted that that second attack at the Gulf of Tonkin was made up. (laughs) <laughs> the U.S. government, like the defense, the national. How does the U.S. Thing? government admit lies? Would we get it drunk? Like, because <laughs> why would it ever admit that it lied? <laughs> because like, there's enough invest. Because it took 30 years, and people were like, "We don't think this happened." And after 30 years, they're finally like, "Ah, fine, you're right. It didn't happen." And then it was 30 years ago, so people are like, "That's fucked up." But also, like, we kind of got all these problems now, so like, yeah. let's not talk about it. Yeah, we're also we're not bringing up the fact that Lyndon Baines Johnson was. Taking his dick out in meetings. We, yeah. should, we should be me too in him here. Yeah, right? like mm-hmm. if that happened, if people yeah, knew about I took it, then, my me like, too. I took my dick out at those meetings. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's men's me too movement. It's just the complete opposite. It's like, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> What's the big deal? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, so they put a hole in our boat, rightfully so. We try to change their government. Yeah, and we get fucking pissed and then here, here's kind of the misconception on the whole thing is the Viet Cong weren't in North North Vietnam okay the Viet Cong were in South Vietnam alright I believe you so far the Viet Minh were in North Vietnam led by Ho Chi Minh who also you said was Chinese in the podcast which means <laughs> what <laughs> You said, yeah, that's a, that's the most Chinese <laughs> yeah the most wrong thing you said in this was that China is cool with north vietnam and like totally supporting them which is like north vietnam isn't happy with the u.s or france but that's like they're like yeah they're bothering us now but as soon as we're done with them we get to attack our natural enemies the the chinese Chinese. who oppressed us for our almost entire like existence (laughs) well here's my interpretation (laughs) i thought ho chi Minh was like in charge of china kind of no. And he was funding, he was funding the Vietnamese government. Okay, so and I thought is, the Ho Chi Minh Trail this, yeah, was a trail from, from China, China to Vietnam. See this, see this, the Ho Chi Minh Trail is from North Vietnam through other countries, not Vietnam, like Cambodia next door, down into South Vietnam, the Philippines, where the Viet Minh in the north were supplying the Viet Cong now in where, the south. Where was the paper trail? And where were the Viet women? <laughs> In the Viet kitchen. I don't know how to <laughs> answer these jokes. <laughs> no, you, you shouldn't. <laughs> Boy, and you're going to have to plug this to people in Chicago. They're really going to hate that. Yeah. And the Viet Cong, you also said the Viet Cong is what they called themselves, and we called them Charlie, which is a little wrong. We called them Charlie, but the reason we called them Charlie is because, you know, in the army when you're like, yeah, my name's Philip. Like, I say Charlie, but yeah. Presto. At the, you say words to like represent a letter. Like, oh, he has a dog. Charlie is C. Yeah, and yeah. So they were Victor Charlie, VC, Viet Cong, Victor Charlie, Charlie. Ah, okay. mm. I'm but also slightly following the way their what their real name is isn't Viet Cong. Their real name is the National Liberation Front. But if you say National Liberation Front, Americans hear liberation and think, "Hey, isn't That's, that good?" That sounds good. Uh, yeah. So we call them the Viet Cong because that sounds evil. That's clever, uh-huh. huh? Yeah. I, I, I get that rebranding on our part. 
Yeah, I understand. I don't. We. I mean, they also call themselves the Viet Cong. Like it, it was a more colloquial thing, but like America clearly did not call them mm-hmm. the North or the National Liberation Front. I guess I should have known this because like I go by Charlie, but it's short for Viet Cong. That's <laughs> that's my actual full name is Viet Cong coaches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's where that comes from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, my brother's name is Liberation Front. Yeah. Um, oh, the other funny thing is, is when, <laughs> when the U.S. made South Vietnam and was like, and that's the other thing is like France was like, we're done. We can I interject? We also, maybe I'll add this in. My mom liberated her front. She got a boob job. <laughs> nice. Episode yeah. one. Tune in to the Freud. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, basically when France is like, we can't do this anymore. And America was like, well, we can't, we can't let them go communist. So we'll take over this puppet government. I love hearing, we, I would love to hear a version of all of this, like couples. Just like, I can't, we just can't keep doing this. Yeah, like, I would yeah. love it, like a group, like a character, like a man plays couples the United therapy. States. Yeah. Like there's a play and the characters are the United States. Well, as soon as you say play, I'm I, less interested. I feel you like that. Said play. <laughs> <laughs> but when you say it, it doesn't sound, yeah, it doesn't sound as good. I feel like there's probably Is there one more beer for me. Probably, yeah. You can grab another beer. Okay. So we're recording. I can just start. Yeah, you can start whenever. I wish I would have remembered what I was saying. Tell tell that sexist joke you told I us. think you were... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the funny thing is when America... Loves a woman. Made, <laughs> made the puppet, like, created South Vietnam, we... Uh, America just gave South Vietnam to this dude who was living in New Jersey. Wait, Wait what? What? There was a... This sounds like an amazing anecdote. I mean, yes. No, I make it sound better than it is with that sentence, but that's legit. Like, when you when you boil it down, it was a Vietnamese dude who was in exile in New Jersey. But it's just so funny that it's like, hey, we created this country. <laughs> we got to get this guy we know in New Jersey <laughs> to run it. Someone's like, yeah. Oh, oh who's gonna run a new hotel chain? Oh, I got a cousin. He's good at hotel. Yeah. Also, <laughs> why are you in exile in New Jersey? <laughs> Like, especially, like, even if you're, like, what job did he have before? Like, if you're political, why aren't you in exile in, like, New York or Washington, D.C. or something? Where'd they put that uh, Salman Rushdie? He probably hung out in New Jersey, right? I have no idea. I guess we don't know. That was kind of a point. Is New Jersey just the state where we, like, if you're in exile who comes to America, we're like, you you can come here, but you got to go to New Jersey. That's like people, if if you're a doctor, you can come here, but you got to work in, like, South Carolina. Honestly, if I'm exiled and the only place allowing me is New Jersey, I'm like, fuck it. I'll just go to fucking prison from whatever country I'm in. Mm -hmm. I've never taken a bold anti-New Jersey stance right now. Yeah. I've never been, but I'm I'm comfortable just pretending it's a terrible place. Yeah. Pop culture makes it sound horrible, so Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go with that hack. Yeah. I think, I think the worst of New Jersey may be worse than the worst of other places, but I bet the best of New Jersey is fine. Yeah. So Ho Chi Minh is, contrary to popular belief, in charge of Vietnam. And No, he's not. Oh, he's... I mean, he likes... Some guy like, from New Jersey's in charge of Vietnam, and that's not Ho Chi Minh? Ho Chi Minh's in charge of North Vietnam at this point. Okay. Once, South, once we, like, make South Vietnam its own country, they're like, well, if you're going to make that a country, then... North Vietnam has to be a, like that's kind of the catch twenty two is like you can't make South Vietnam a country without being like okay also North Korea, Vietnam's a country too did we call it South Vietnam yeah that seems really implied that there's a North yeah, yeah. exactly that's what I'm saying right. is like you can't make South Vietnam without admitting that North Vietnam also exists mm-hmm. I guess like it's not like we called it Vietnam and we're like no we, have, we own all of Vietnam that's our style we, we basically Virginian West Virginian 
Yeah, yeah. You guys talked about. Oh, that's the other South thing. You Carolina guys talked about North and, Dakota. Uh, Carolina. Just kidding. But and you were like, I had a great North Dakota anecdote. Yeah, I? I didn't know what that. was it. So oh, I that they were the same. That they shuffled the papers around. Yeah. The papers did you around. know this? You made it sound like an accident. Not. I'm not like. Oh, I'm, did I? I thought I'm. Oh, oh yeah. you knew though that because yeah, I looked it up. I thought it was intentional, right? Yeah, yeah. They did it like as a gag. Yeah, because they were like, whoever is first, they're gonna like fucking brag about being first. <laughs> so like, there's nothing so, else to brag about. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so the president purposefully shuffled them and signed them blind, not knowing which one was which, and then shuffled them again. Yeah. So like, it's not. Yeah, yeah. I you, want credit for this original anecdote. Okay, okay. <laughs> you had the original. I didn't. When I listened though, I didn't realize that you knew it was intentional that they shuffled the papers. I think I. I think I learned that in the final Jeopardy category. You didn't. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, you definitely didn't make it clear that you thought it was an accident all right well but it was look. just it was left vague and i looked it up and checked and i was like i kind of assumed it was an accident when you said hmm. shuffled it kind of makes it sound like an accident if you say vague you gotta say it in a boston accent just for future <laughs> reference oh yeah <laughs> you fucking vague <laughs> Ooh, but yeah that that was, a, that was a good i'm, I'm gonna i'm comfortable with that joke uh i'm, I'm gonna use that to, you're gonna they're joke. gonna move you to south chicago after all that <laughs> <laughs> the bad part i think i don't know <laughs> Okay, I feel like I kind of gave my general thing. Let me let me look at my list of actual literal corrections. I'm sure I hit on a, a bunch of them, but um, we'll pepper those into the parts where um, yeah. that was the preamble. That was like <laughs> that was like my brief timeline. The preamble, four page timeline. We'll begin the podcast now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the president did that North Dakota swap on purpose. That was cool. <laughs> the Viet Cong was the correct. Oh yeah. I also thought it was funny. I wrote as a quote, you said, Viet Cong was the correct term. We <laughs> called them Charlies. <laughs> I think I was trying. Yeah. I was doing my best on that one. Uh, okay, this just says Ho Chi Minh was in charge of China. LOL, no. How many of, <laughs> how many of these uh, things Charlie got wrong was I skeptical of? Um, I don't think many. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, the Gulf of Tonkin thing was hilarious. Lyndon Johnson's like, we gotta go to war, and the public is like, please no, and then the Tonkin affair happens, and the public is like, maybe? We're still not sure? <laughs> and then we were, he was like, that's good enough, and he went to war, and then everyone was like, we weren't really on board. <laughs> and you guys mentioned this, too, you talk about, uh, I know I hit it, oh, I didn't realize it jumped down, sorry. Uh, you guys talk about the film Heart of Darkness, and how like you, you're like, I feel like there was a lot of footage like it was weird that we saw so much from Vietnam. There were filmmakers over there. That's because that was the first war where they were like, "Oh, we have the technology to have like cameras here." Oh, mm-hmm. but then people saw war and, and were like, terrible. "Oh, yeah, we're not really f- cool with this." Oh. And then we thought those guys were really uh, yeah. blowing smoke when they came back. And, and then the government was like, "Hey, maybe we should make a law that says the media can't show war." <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! And now we've kind of been okay with wars. Since then, oh, just because we were, we said stop showing people the truth. Yeah, like like you know how many people were against the Iraq War? Like it was very, it was kind of like dozen. it was kind of like Vietnam Light. Yeah, we were kind of. Imagine if we saw war. Yeah, but I aren't should, aren't that one boring? I picture Iraq a little soldiers, more slow day to day. Aren't soldiers like filming on their iPhone now? They're just like, watch me kill this person. Yeah. It doesn't it all end up on YouTube? I had a friend. Yeah, go but over it's not. On, it was like on the on news on. back then. Like it was yeah. on. There was like two news channels you could watch, and it was on both of them. Okay. So, like, now you can find war stuff, but you have to search it out and be like, this is nuts. Yeah. Back then, it was like, hey, America, this is what's happening. And then it'd show you war. Just people just <laughs> yeah. getting their heads blown And then up. so people were like, maybe we're kind of against this. 
And it's funny because the government clearly thought it was like, we'll show them our boys in blue, like uh-huh. t- like killing the Nazis, and they love to support the troops, and we'll show them the troops kicking the bad guys. And then we were like, this is war crimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, hello. We don't like this. So, so yeah. So now that's why we don't. So that's why you feel like you saw a lot of Vietnam War footage because you did. Okay. And the whole country did. I wasn't too tuned into the news at the time. But, (laughs) But I mean, yeah, looking back, we have, yeah, we have so much. Um, So how did we win this whole thing? I'm pretty sure I came out to saying we didn't win. Yeah. That was my opinion, right? It's one of those things where we didn't win. We said we won. And then 30 years later, we're like, actually, we didn't really win. (laughs) Um, said a lot of things 30 years later. It's one of those weird weird things, too. Who was the president when he just came in and claimed that we were lying for 30 years? Yeah, that well, the president didn't say it. To that would have been a general. A, ah, okay. That'd be fun if every president got the right to just air out the lies of someone thirty years ago. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, we've got so, like a grace period. So um, you can't call it the last president because it's a little, little trite. Yeah, but, but there's a you know statute of limitations, and then eventually you can just be like, oh, by the way, that dickhead I found out I went through his, his filing cabinets. Statute of limitations is what I meant to say. Mm. And I said grace, period, which I think is kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It all gets the bacon cut one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> well, that can't be a thing. It is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a couple just uh, I'm looking through my notes. And a couple other things I see uh, <laughs> after their second Independence Day. It's kind of funny. They celebrate their Independence Day, you know, and and then a British uh, officer is like, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to call m- uh, martial law. <laughs> and uh <laughs> So I know you think you have independence, but actually the British government owns all this, which I know you're wondering, when did Britain get into here? I thought it was just France and America. Incorrect. I'm wondering what martial law is. Uh, (laughs) Wow. I kind of know. It's when it's war times and you just like, there's no trial. Technically, it doesn't have to be wartime. No, it's when the, it's when the military says we're in charge. All right. Okay. And like, it usually happens, it usually happens in like (laughs) occupied territories where they're like, like the uh, the France army is in charge of Vietnam now, mm-hmm. but there have been cases even recently where it's pretty crazy. Where it's like, oh, I wish I could name a country and sound smart. Me too. That would, be, last, that would give you a lot more credibility. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know in the last five years, at least two countries have had the military leaders c- call martial law. Well, I was going to say, I if think, I was a drunk soldier, if a specific soldier just said, I would be a drunk soldier in a foreign lands just declaring martial law martial yeah, law that'd be a very funny bit if you were a soldier <laughs> they, they kick you out of a bar and you're just like martial law i get to come if back if you were a soldier if you were a soldier and you wanted to do like stand up martial law <laughs> there's a lot of material in the idea of martial law that'd be my stage name hey martial law here uh, this guy knows what i'm talking about you don't you're under arrest dr martian martial law uh I didn't mean to, Martian that, law. That's I, I stuttered the word and it made it sound. I but it made it sound like that's what I meant to say. Martian martial law. You but changed the whole. For pit. anyone who's looking for the pun in that, there's well, no that pun. That was Mar- just a, I didn't mean to say that. Martian martial law brings us right back to Independence <laughs> Day, the movie. Yeah, that was, Independence wow. Day two. I am in, impressed with that uh-huh. <laughs> connection. I, that was very good. I'm so impressed. I didn't understand it. That was. <laughs> Very, that was a great callback. Wow, thank you. I've learned from the best. Okay. I think the Viet Cong to my right. Hey, Charlie over here. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, wait, where are we? <laughs> um, oh, you also said Vietnam was the first war where we got to take our shirts off. <laughs> that sounds right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. right. 
That was true, actually. Before we were in France, and they're like, "Hey, you get fired from this job if you take a shirt off over yeah, here." You have to wear. You that. have to wear a tie, probably. Yeah, yeah. Fr- World War Two. Oh, you had to wear it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like World War Two, you had to wear a tie and a hat, mm-hmm. and then Vietnam came, and you could just take your sh- whole shirt off. <laughs> it's the sexy war. So there's like, I mean, there's so much more, but we've kind of done our time, and I've. I feel like I've said most of my piece. I'm sure I'll go home and be like, fuck, I didn't say this. Fuck, I didn't say that. But mm-hmm. you said more than I wanted you to. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But so. basically, your misconceptions were basically the general public's misconceptions conceptions right. because of how poor the education and how. Who, like, who is general public in all this? <laughs> what role did he play? <laughs> oh, he, yeah. He declared, he was the British commander who declared martial law. <laughs> he just okay. kept you running around going, martial law. <laughs> Yeah, the general misconceptions of the Vietnam War is basically like... Lieutenant misconception over here. Yeah, that it was (laughs) the North versus South, which isn't true. It was the Vietnamese versus America. That's the other thing is like, we call it the the Vietnam War, and we kind of say it was like a North versus South thing, but the Vietnam don't call it the Civil War. They call it the American War because they were fighting us. We seem pretty involved. Yeah. (laughs) And... uh, yeah, we say the Viet Cong was like a communist organization. That's not true. They were literally just an independence movement. And like, yeah, they were all communist. And yeah, they would have made it a communist country. But it's still disingenuous to say the Viet Cong was a communist organization, you know. And uh, the Viet Minh, that, I think, was a communist organization. All right. Um, but we're cool with that these days. You can, you can mean, be a communist organization. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I mean... Like we're kind of cool with that now, but not really even. Like, are like are we cool with that? Oh, as a country, no. But yeah, I think yeah. as a the public more so is, but still not even. Like, there's still like half of Republicans are still like communism's the devil because it's like you're still believing 1950s propaganda. Like that's embarrassing. Also, I'd say most of the left is not on board with communism. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the communism thing is like, and I'm not even saying communism's good, but it's just really frustrating. Where like they'll point people on the anti-communism thing will point to examples of communism failing. They'll be like, "Oh, look at how miserable these people are." But then it's like, "Okay, but aren't it, nobody are sweatshops a reason why capitalism is fa- like horrible?" Right. You know, like right. They're like also there's people in America who aren't doing too hot. Exactly. They they point to like I have the poor days. in a communist country, and they're like, "Look at there's poor people." And it's like, yeah, we have way more poor people in this capital yeah the the propaganda against communism is terrible even if you don't agree with communism capitalism got a real stigmatism yeah Mm -hmm. lefty comrade david freeberg he's been our guest of the podcast correction officer sorry for being a general knowledge no we were on board of it do you have anything you'd like to plug david we will edit it out yeah, I got, <laughs> you can tune in, uh, I started, me and some Chicago comics and Anthony Sirgus, former Madison guy, uh, mm-hmm. and Jacob Lowry started a podcast, an NFL podcast called Inside the Experts, if you can search that on Facebook, I'm sure you'll find it, or SoundCloud. The problem is, turns out it costs money to host, to on host SoundCloud. Yeah. See, I thought SoundCloud was free, and so we started with that, mm-hmm. and now we're getting hit where we have to pay. So we're doing the podcast, but we hit a road bump where we got to save up money to buy a, a website to host it on. Save up money? I don't well, think it's that expensive, yeah. is it? Well, that don't... Sh- I mean, yeah, uh, it's not expensive. It it's not that expensive, but also if you tell people how much 
it is, they'll know how little money I have. <laughs> okay, well, that's Freeberg. Follow him at uh, Vietnam Thoughts on Twitter, and you can follow me at Viet Charlie. And that's Adam over there. Dope. All right, we got a lot of editing to do in this one, Adam. And uh, I'm, so I'm going to edit in a lot of great comments at the end. I'm, I'm happy with the <laughs> thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> but I'm unhappy. I don't think it's going to be fun to listen to. David, say goodbye. I'm sorry. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>